Justine. And we are the Murder, Murder Sisters. Sisters. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is episode 40. Yeah. We did it. Um, and this episode number 40 is going to be a shorty. Shorty. Oh, 40 shorty. I mm-hmm. like that rhyming. It's going to be a short episode. So I'm just going to dive right in. Today, we are going to be covering the disappearance of Brandon Swanson, who went missing in the early hours of May 14th, 2008 in Marshall, Minnesota, after he crashed his car into a ditch while driving home from an end-of-semester party that he attended with other students from Minnesota West Community and Technical Colleges Canby. That's a mouthful. All right. Yeah, I think I got it. (laughs) Brandon Swanson was born to Brian and Annette Swanson on January 30th, 1988 in Marshall, Minnesota. And he graduated from Marshall High School in 2007 and began attending Minnesota West Community and Technical Colleges Canby to study wind turbines, which I thought was really cool. You know, the energy. No, I don't. Yeah. The giant, like if you're driving somewhere, you've seen the gigantic wind turbines. They're for energy. Wait, wind turbine? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said winter binds. No, wind turbines. I'm like wind turbines. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I do see those. Um, so I do. He, <laughs> I do yes, I do. Those. So he was going to school to study wind turbines, and he was also at the time living with his parents, and he had a part-time job working at a food store called High V. Sorry. Our, our special guest and producer. Um, I had to bring the baby in our recording um, area. Studio. Yeah, recording <laughs> Let's studio. Let's call it a studio. Um, but for, yeah, so if cute. he makes a lot of noise, sorry. That's just an, a bonus. Um, <laughs> so, and there wasn't a whole lot of information about Brandon prior to him going missing. And even after, like, it... it for, there just wasn't a lot of background on this story, but I still wanted to cover it because I thought it was so strange. And um, Justine also, like, we yeah. both just thought it was a weird one. And I've heard about this case, but it's just like one of those weird where mm-hmm. it's You'll just see. like, what? <laughs> so on the night of May 13th, 2008, Brandon and some of his fellow classmates were celebrating the end of their first year at college. And they were celebrating by having a party in a nearby town called Lind, and that's in Minnesota. According to some of his friends that attended the party in Lind, Brandon had a couple of drinks but did not seem intoxicated when he left the party, which was between 10.30 p.m. and 11 p.m. And when he left the party, he headed to another friend's house in a nearby town called Canby, where he had one additional shot of whiskey. So, so far throughout the night, he had a few drinks. I don't know what kind of drinks he had, um, but, and then he had a shot, at least one shot of whiskey. And according to Google Maps, the drive from Lynn to Canby is roughly like 38 minutes or 32.5 miles away. And Brandon left the second friend's house in Canby sometime after midnight to make the drive back home to Marshall, where he lived with his parents. And supposedly, Brandon had taken Highway 68, or at least he thought he did, which was a direct route from Canby to Marshall. And that drive should have taken Brandon roughly 30 minutes. However, 
At around 1.15 a.m. on May 14th, Brandon had somehow driven his car into a ditch. And it, he, his car wasn't damaged, but he was unable to get it out of the ditch on his own. And after getting stuck and trying to get himself out without success, Brandon attempted to call a few of his friends to see if one of them maybe could come out and assist him with pulling his car out or even pick him up Mm -hmm. and give him a ride home. Um, However, all of the calls to his friends went unanswered. What time was it again? Can you remember? Around 1.15. Oh, a.m.? Mm-hmm. So they were either like out or sleeping or whatever. Yeah, or they just didn't answer. After not being able to get in touch. I'm making excuses. They were definitely busy. They didn't hear his call. After not being able to get in touch with any of his friends, Brandon's last resort was to call his parents, Brian and Annette. And he made the call to his parents around 1.45 a.m. And he let them know, you know, like I drove and he had a Chevy Lumina. He said, I drove my car into a ditch, but it wasn't. Um, damaged and he was not injured and so Brian and Annette jumped into their pickup truck and headed out to pick Brandon up all while staying on the phone with him to figure out like where he was yeah and according to Brandon he was somewhere between Lind and Marshall okay oh wow so yeah so after doing I don't know just it's weird okay so like I did a google search and I learned that Canby is actually further northwest from Marshall and Lind, mm-hmm. and Brandon was actually driving to Marshall from Canby, not okay. from Lind. All right. So it's just something to keep in mind. Like I, he thought he was somewhere that he wasn't. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I actually did. Uh, I A little screenshotted map. the map. So I will include that on our Instagram. <laughs> I am so sorry. No, don't apologize. My baby's talking to our dog for life. So the entire time that Brian and Annette were driving around looking for Brandon, he was giving them what he thought was an accurate guess as to where he was. However, like I mentioned before, he was confused and therefore his parents were not able to find him. But was he drunk, Elisa? I mean, people said Maybe. he didn't seem intoxicated, but, you know, I, who knows? Um, and so, like, after... Everyone's frustrated on the phone. His parents, him. Where are you? I don't yeah, know. like, where are you? So uh-huh. Brian and Annette decided, hey, we're going to flash our headlights. And we want you to flash your headlights. And we want to see, like, basically where you are in proximity to us. Okay. And we will be able to find you better. Right. So they did this for a little while. And neither of them could see each other. So... Everyone was just kind of confused, like, hey, we're in the exact spot that you're telling us to drive to, and we're doing the headlights, and no, like, we can't see each other. We can't see you, and you can't see us. So Brandon was, after being really frustrated, he decided to leave his car and start walking towards what he said were lights that he presumed to be from nearby Lind, near neighboring Lind which was southwest of Marshall and he specifically wanted to meet his parents in the parking lot of what he called it was called Linwood Bar and Lounge after you know they were driving around for at least an hour and Annette at that point wasn't feeling well so she asked Brian to drop her back off at home and so Brian dropped Annette off and then Brandon stayed on the phone with his dad the entire time that he was walking 
all while giving him details about what he could see in the surrounding area. And according to what Brandon told his dad, he was walking on gravel roads. He was able to see two fence lines. And he said he could hear some running water. And after about 47 minutes of being on the phone with Brandon while he was walking, Brandon all of a sudden said, oh, shit. And then the call ended. Oh, no. Take it away, Justine. All right. (laughs) Um, So according to Brian, Brandon's father, it sounded like Brandon had fallen down a cliff after he said, oh, shit. Like, um, you know, rustling around. You could just kind of hear like maybe. After the call ended, Brian tried calling Brandon's phone multiple times without success. Something to know is that the calls were ringing and not going to voicemail until early the following morning. So just ringing, 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 ringing. So that means like the phone, for example, didn't get wet. Yeah. Wasn't (laughs) destroyed or wasn't dead or was still working and alive. (laughs) The phone was alive. After driving around searching for their son, the Swansons decided it was time to call authorities around 6.30 a.m. So that's quite a long time. But I can imagine being a parent out like all you're like, oh, we're so close. We can find it. We can find it. And at that point, it was only the dad looking for him. And Mm -hmm. I think because Brandon had given them specific what he thought were very specific directions and like landmarks of where he was at. I feel like Brian probably thought like, I got to be able to find him. Yeah. I should be yeah. able to find him. Like I can do this. I have enough information. My son's out there. He needs me. I'm just going to look. I'm going to do it. But they realized obviously that was just too much. Um, And so, yeah, they called authorities at 630 a.m. to ask for help in the search for their son. After delaying the search for him because Brandon was old enough to be missing if he wanted to be, you know, that that old thing that we all. <laughs> yeah. Even though he like was literally his parents for help and was like, like lost in please, the middle of wherever <sighs> police eventually dug into Brandon's cell phone records and determined that his cell cell phone was pinging a mile and a half from Taunton which is on the border of Lincoln, Yellow Medicine, and Lyon counties. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll put a map up yeah. <laughs> for the listeners because it's like of lots of names. places. Yeah. This is around 25 miles away from where Brandon thought that he was. So that's like a really far, you know, it might be like I'm imagining out in the country and it just all looks the same at night. Um, yeah, but although I did find, and I didn't necessarily include this, but I did want to mention it. Um, I found a few sources that said that he was very familiar with that route, the highway, the highway 68, even though it was nighttime and he was drinking and well. I, it, they just said like it was something he drove all the time. So I, I dr- okay. So I've driven like in our area, the mm-hmm. same road all the time, all the time. But at night, and I was like 1,000% sober, and I missed the turnoff because it just, and it, I was like, where am I? And mm-hmm. it's just weird because you're so close to where you should have turned. I don't know. It's like yeah. things look different at night, and especially when it's all like in the country, it's just um, can be a little like disorienting, I think. 
Um, so he was 25 miles away and just far. Yeah. Um, so that was like totally in contradiction to where he told his parents that he was, which would explain why his parents were unable to locate locate him despite Brandon giving them very specific directions to the location of his crashed vehicle. Yeah. After narrowing down Brandon's last known cell phone tower pings, a police search began to um, a police search began to locate him, and police quickly located Brandon's vehicle mm-hmm. off of Highway 68. The vehicle appeared to have no damage to the body, and there were no signs that Brandon had been injured in the crash, according to Lincoln County Sheriff Jack. Vizeki, quote, it's sort of a sharp incline, nothing major, but enough that the car would get hung up so the wheels are too high off the ground to get any traction. So it was just kind of spinning. Yeah. Like he had, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, sounds scary. Mm-hmm. Well, in the middle of nowhere. I know. That's what I'm like. I, it was scarier for a female to be in the middle of nowhere. It's not scary for Brennan, but if it were <laughs> us, it would be super scary. Um, <laughs> after doing exhaustive searches for months, including volunteers and authorities searching on foot, ATVs, horseback, boats, and using dogs, there was no sign of Brandon or his remains. Nothing was found. Search dogs did pick up a scent um, to the edge of the Yellow Medicine River, but continued tracking out of the river, which led authorities to believe that Brandon had fallen into the river, got himself back out of the river, and continued walking. It is also believed that Brandon later succumbed to hypothermia because the temperature that night got around 39 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. But cold, that doesn't but not ex- freezing yeah. cold. And that doesn't explain his phone. Like, I feel, mm-hmm. right? If you got yeah. your phone wet, it would stop working. Yeah. And then if your phone wasn't wet, well, unless it fell out while he was falling. And then he fell through the water, got out, and then, um, you know, couldn't find his phone again. That could happen. Um, Scent dogs also picked up the scent of human remains near Mud Creek, which is located north of Porter, but were unable to locate any human remains at all. Police do not believe that foul play was involved in the disappearance of Brandon Swanson. However, I personally don't think that anything should be ruled out since there has been like no evidence of Brandon or what happened to him. And it's, you know, even when there's animals that, um, that you know eat the remains i don't know how else to say this in a nice way even though when animals um you know take yeah. uh, it's like stuff is found or you know it's just hard There's usually some sort of sign of yeah something yeah so <laughs> it's clothing you can't really just make up a you're like if i don't know you can't just make up a story in your head and be like that's probably what happened it's like no nope, follow the evidence Mm-hmm. On July 1st, 2009, Brandon's law was passed in Minnesota, and the law states that, quote, the law will require law enforcement to take a missing persons report without delay after notification of someone missing under dangerous circumstances, no matter the missing person's age, 
immediately conduct a preliminary investigation to determine if the person is missing and whether the person is endangered and promptly notify all other law enforcement agencies of the situation. It clarifies that the agency taking the report be the lead agency in the investigation. End quote. So I think, I think that's, that's good. good. I think good that's job. good. Yeah. Um, especially just like, you know, letting everyone around the area know. Mm-hmm. And um, so this case was so strange to research. It is basically like Brandon was plucked off the face of the earth. Yeah, it's crazy. There was no actual trace or evidence of Brandon being in the area that authorities thought that he may have been in. There's also no evidence, in my opinion, that he fell into the water and drowned. Mm-hmm. One thing that I did read from a couple of sources is that Brandon was legally blind in oh, one yeah. eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and didn't have his glasses with him the night that he disappeared. He left him in the car. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why? I know. I always take my seeing eye glasses. <laughs> it would be reasonable to assume that the combination of some alcohol, it being dark and nighttime... And Brandon having vision problems could have made him drive in the wrong direction than when he, what he thought was going on. Yeah, totally. Or going in. It could um, have also made it seem like there were lights from a neighboring town, which is what he said he was walking towards, when in fact it was not lights from a town at all. Yeah, it could have been any knows, yeah. like house. I don't know mm-hmm. what. Yeah, or cars from a distance. Well, because he was so disoriented, he thought he was somewhere completely different. Yeah. So he assumed the lights were from that tavern. He was like, yeah, he was like putting together pieces to make it fit what he assumed, where he assumed he was. Um, His vision impairment could have also led him to walk into something or somewhere that could have killed him. However, I honestly have no clue what happened to him that night. It's like... It's so weird. There's not even enough of anything to go off of to be like... Oh, I think Maybe this, this or happened. that. It's like, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. Um, it's one of the strangest disappearances that I have ever learned about because there also isn't a lot of information surrounding, you know, anything that could have possibly yeah. happened. It's a bunch of theory and it's just like... Well, it's and it's like theories based off of like no actual even shred of anything. Yeah. No, that's what I it's like, well, maybe. Well, yeah. maybe. Oh, he probably died of hype. And it's like and 39 degrees is it's not think it's that, that cold. cold. Yeah. But also, I think the thing that makes this one so strange, in my opinion, is the fact that his dad was on the phone with him up until the moment something happened and he said oh shit and so like that to me is the strangest thing yeah because he was actually like on the phone with him talking to him and then just nothing something happened well I could see if he did fall Mm -hmm. um and he dropped his phone and he couldn't find it and then but they never found his phone right yeah that's true I mean they found nothing yeah except for his vehicle and I'm just thinking, like, did they search well enough? Well, they had they everything did, yeah. they possibly could have. Which makes it even stranger. Wow, yeah. Like, just crazy. I have no idea. Um, it wouldn't make, it, like, this other theory doesn't make sense that he would um, would have disappeared voluntarily because he was trying to get his parents to pick him up. Yeah. They weren't able to find him. 
He was confused about where he was. It just is. It's not um, the actions of someone that would actually want to voluntarily disappear. It's just yeah. not. Yeah. So there we have it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bah, yeah. Bah, bah, bah. It was no, the so sad weird. ones. Like, yeah. This. I mean, this is sad, but it's just more it's bizarre. More strange than what happened. Yeah. He was just like Justine said, plucked off the earth. Did I say that? Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, I, say, did, I, did say I say that? that? If you guys have any theories or can come or come across like any other information, mm-hmm. that would be awesome to send to us at murder sisters pod at gmail.com. That's murder sisters P O D at gmail.com. Thanks again. Thank for you guys. Around. And that's episode 40. Yeah. All right. I think mm-hmm. that means next Episode's going to be the beginning of season three, right? I don't know. Did we make that up? I think, yeah. Okay. We just have no rules here. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.